Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike. This is Low Def Media. And today we are trying something new, something different, something a little bit, I don't want to say exciting. Uh, we are using uh, the F-Deuce microphone just plugged into my MacBook. And we are recording this episode using Anchor, uh, the online slash app podcasting uh, software. Uh, it it is an app that you can you can record this stuff from your phone. I'm using a laptop, uh, but normally what I do is this is my uh, portal for getting all of my podcasts out into the world. I normally record my audio through GarageBand, upload it, and then send it out. But today, I'm going to use the full power of this app. I am going to record my uh, podcast. I'm going to use some of the transitions, some of the music, and I'm going to put it all together. And so I can't really alter my audio. I can't listen to it really in real time. And so uh, I will be just as excited to hear the final product as you are. All right, so with that out of the way, uh, what are we gonna talk about today? Well, let's do a quick transition and we'll get into our first topic. All right, uh, that was pretty quick and easy. Uh, so the first topic, uh, the other day, I'm taking a walk at work, uh, which I'm prone to do. You know, when you're at work and you've been there for a few hours, uh, you get just a, you know, a little bit, uh, I work in a cubicle at a desk and I get there pretty early in the morning. So at about 7.30, 8 o'clock, I've been there for a few hours. And you get kind of restless and you're like, you know, I just need to stretch my legs. I need to see the sun. So you go out for a quick walk, right? So I'm out there walking and it was a little bit colder than I had planned on it being. I did have a light jacket, but pretty windy. And as I was out there walking, I realized I wasn't all that comfortable. Now, in my mind, I know that the temperature is not going to do me harm. It's not going to create frostbite, hypothermia, anything like that. I was just uncomfortable. And it got me thinking that uh, how often in our lives do we either A, become uncomfortable and then try to get out of whatever it is that we're in, that situation, because of the fact that we're uncomfortable? Or two, what lengths do we go to to get to not be uncomfortable, to do whatever it takes to prevent being uncomfortable. I came across this quote and it's comfort is where blank goes to die. You could insert anything. You could insert creativity, um, achievement. Um, you could insert, uh, I think, uh, what is the quote that I used on my Instagram? Uh, comfort is where growth goes to die. And so anything, you could put anything in there uh, because once you become comfortable, you no longer really take risks. You don't try to push the envelope. You don't try to expand your horizons because you're comfortable. You don't want to you know, risk that. And so I think it's very important for us as humans to try and become more uncomfortable. And then that way we grow and we learn and we achieve more. Uh, so my challenge to you, get uncomfortable. Here comes another transition. Okay, what is topic number two? Um, topic number two has to do with politics. Um, you know, it's inevitable. It's that time of year 
Uh, we just had the midterm elections and I live in Georgia. And for the last, oh, probably four months, maybe five months easy, we have just been pummeled, bombarded with these political ads. And I was so looking forward to all that being over. But unfortunately, here in Georgia, um, most of the races were uh, concluded, but one is going to a runoff. And so we get another month or so of these stupid ads. Now, that got me, you know, because of all of the, the advertisements, the voting and all that stuff, it really got me thinking. And it's something that I've, I've mentioned here on the podcast at least twice. And it's the fact that we have such a, and I the whole system is crappy. Okay. The whole political system. Now I know that at its core, it provides a, a sense of democracy that most other countries don't get to enjoy. Now I understand that part, but what really irritates me, and this is what we were talking about at work uh, this week is how, and it's, it's mind boggling how this happens, but how the worst candidates are the ones that most often make it to the top. They rise to the surface and those are the ones that we get to vote for. And we, we surmised that the reason why that happens is because the good candidates, the ones you really want to run, the ones you would like to see become leaders, they know better. They know that it's not about what they bring to the table as far as leadership or what they plan to do should they be elected. That is not the point. Once you start running in today's political system, it's about how much mud you can sling and how how badly or yeah, how badly you can pull that other candidate down to make them no longer look like such a viable candidate. And you need look no farther than right here in Georgia. The the race for Senate, it was between two candidates, um, Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. And all they did, really, 90%, was just bash the other person and try to say what a horrible person they are. And at no time did they really dive into what they planned to do as a candidate, what they bring, what are they going to do for the state? And, okay, so... One's Republican, one's Democrat. Now, on the Democrat side, uh, Raphael Warnock, he says all these things that he's going to do as a candidate um, from a very high arcing umbrella kind of perspective. Not nuts and bolts, but I'm going to do I'm going to do that. But if you look at his record, he votes with Biden 100 percent of the time. And so he's pushing that liberal agenda. So he's really not focused on Georgia. He's focused on how to keep that liberal machine happy with him so he can continue to get funding and continue to be reelected. It's more about him staying in that position than it is about serving us as a state. Then you look at Herschel Walker, again, same thing. He doesn't really explain how he's going to do or what he, it's a high arcing kind of very uh, vague, big picture kind of thing. This is what I plan to do for Georgia but you don't know how he's going to do it. And the problem I have with a lot of the Republican candidates this time around is they had such a, uh, what uh, a, a very strong um, opinion slash attitude 
slash policy when it came to abortion. Instead of finding middle ground to make more people happy and meet at least, because you're not going to make everybody happy. And so what you want to do as a politician is you want to find middle ground so you can make as many people as possible happy uh, because you have to represent everyone. But when you take such a far right stand on a any issue, you're going to polarize uh, the other party and you're going to exclude them to the point where they won't even consider voting for you. And so that's not bipartisan. I mean, that is just straight partisan politics. And I don't think that serves anybody. And so why is it we can't get candidates who understand? 